Today is September 7th, and we're cooking up a recipe to get ourselves into a nice spot for the Yankees postseason. So let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by Seed Geek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. BBD producing and Rhaegar Targaryen died last episode. Jimmy, I don't think we can do that. It's a fake name. No, it is. I think, I think it's that a very it- real character. He's dead. Sorry, BBD. <laughs> I mean, I'm up to date. I don't think it happened. It's a fake spoiler. But that, I believe, is a real character. He's a real character. Uh, Rhaegar. But now that, now I spoiled it. Cause, cause yeah, now, you, now BBD thing. spoiled it. Yeah. Truly, yeah. No one died last up, Jake. Besides a one character. You know I don't like spoilers. It's not a real spoiler. I know. It's a fake spoiler. Yeah. I don't like spoilers. Well, it's not a spoiler. I didn't spoil anything. Fake spoilers is a spoiler. No. Show's been good. Has it? I've liked it. I've liked it. But I talked with someone who told me how bad it's been, and then I was yeah. kind of like... I feel like everywhere I've gone for stuff, people have been like, this is good. It's, still, it's like, very much okay. the season one of a show, but... Someone got you on the bad train. Sometimes they open your brain. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I thought... I haven't heard anybody say it's bad. He was from England, too, so I put more stock oh. into it. You know? Well, now like, I'm... Shit. My eyes are open. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. I haven't heard the points yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jake, how are you? James Davis, everyone watching us, welcome to Talking Yanks as we talk about the fire and ice of their season a little bit. Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, Labor Day Tuesday feels super Monday-y, but it's Tuesday. Uh, it's kind of weird that society <laughs> treats it as a Tuesday. It should just go like Monday to Wednesday and just chop out Tuesday. Because you still have to do Monday stuff. Some places. Like, Monday, your stuff doesn't go away. Like, we still have to do our Monday stuff. Well, that's us. I think we build our schedule terrible for Monday holidays. But I think I think we get rid of Tuesdays on holiday weeks. I Maybe at John Boy Media, we implement that we will celebrate. I guess you can't do that for federal holidays. Yeah. But, yes, how we treat Mondays. Yeah. When we have a Labor Day or Memorial Day or Colum- whatever, Columbus Day isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, it's out. Used to be. Bad guy. Still get the day off. It's in, I think it's Indigenous Peoples Day now, right? Oh, okay. But yes. I, I think we still get the day. I don't know what it messes it. up our schedule here so bad. I would rather have the Wednesday off. You got a Wednesday vote. I've got a Tuesday vote. Society's rolling with Monday. Tuesday's we'll a pretty busy day for us, too. Yeah, just worst day of the week. We're going to have a holiday week. Scrap it. Run Monday yeah. on Tuesday. But then I think if we were doing that, we'd Jump still be cut. like, well, we can't move our Tuesday. It's a day we do stuff. Yeah. The Yankees might get rained out last night. <laughs> we're recording on Tuesday. Yes. And uh, it's looking like there's rain in the forecast, and the Twins are around for two more days. So uh, by the time you guys are listening to this on Wednesday... Maybe there wasn't a game, and we did basically have a Tuesday holiday then in Yankeesville. Oh, yeah, this is going straight through, huh? Which might be good, might not. Who knows? But what we want to do here on this episode is figure out how many, like we're making a recipe, right? Yes. How many things do we have in the fridge, or how Hmm. many do we need to go to the store and get and hope exist in the store? 
Jim, if I may. Yeah. <laughs> when this season was going swimmingly, the Yankees were on a 120-win pace and all of that. Before the season, when we do our PPPs, you know, we talk about the range. Mm-hmm. And we talk about things that had to go right for this Yankee season. And, you know, going back to the start of the year, things that had to go right at the start of the season was DJ need to bounce back. And he did for a while. He's clearly banged up now. Um, you know, Judge going nuts, sure. Uh, Rizzo being good, and he was really good. He exceeded our expectations there. Um, you know, uh, Glaber returning to a better form of himself from the previous year, and he was there. And I didn't have that in mind, if I remember correctly. I, I had that in my sauce, in my ingredients. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was looking around the field and what could go right for this Yankees team. Nestor repeating his performance, and he's done that, and he'll be back soon, so that's exciting. Um, you know, Sevy was a part of the recipe, and he actually, he went away from the sauce for a little bit, but hopefully he'll be back soon. So it's, it's all of those things, and now we need to retap in. We did a year-long version of it, and there's obviously highs and lows of the season, and now... Less than a month in the regular season. What ingredients can we hope for? <laughs> what ingredients can we hope for? From the the pitching side is a bunch of good news. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, not a bunch of good news, but it's uh, especially when you go short term and hopeful, right? Like that's those two words don't exist for me on the offensive side. Mm. Like I kind of lack all hope offensively right now. There's not a ton of short-term. There's no short-term hope on offensively at all. Uh, Racking my brain. No, I mean, we can get to it, but pitching, Montas just had a good start. He's changing his usage. His mechanics changed from start to start. I'm put that in the bucket. Clay Holmes, Luizaga. You know, Luizaga might be more trustworthy. Uh, I know I said I was there with Clay getting there. You said you, you need to see a little more, but we're on the right direction. Yeah. Uh, Trevino has been good since the trade. Marinaccio. His last outing was dicey yeah. and we'll see what goes on with him. His last, I think now our last couple have been dicier. Hasn't looked as locked and loaded. Yeah. Nestor's coming back. I still like Cole. I'd like him to get over the bad inning uh, and overcome mistakes, but, you know, I'm fine with Cole. But uh, then Nestor and Savvy coming back. Yeah. That's hope, short-term hope. Because they're coming back soon. Yeah, I mean, they're, the date that we've heard for a while is that September 12th date, right? September 11th, September 12th, I think. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking about a week away that, I mean, Nestor is lined up to pitch this week, and Severino should be back a week from now. So, yeah, I mean, those are... Nestor has followed it up and arguably been our best starting pitcher all year. And Severino was actually... He was in a nice little streak before he got hurt. Um, You know, he had a couple starts coming back where he was figuring it out. Um, You've got an interesting look on your face, Jim. Yeah, I mean, it's September 6th. We're talking about... Going in the postseason feeling good. I think I think it's time to talk about that. Like like what's like what's the like say they 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 stay in the division. Okay. They win the division. Yeah. The four starters. When we did this a couple a week or two ago, the four starters for the postseason, uh, I had written down and, and you and some other people at Yes Network agreed with me. Cole, Nestor, Savvy, Montas. Montas were the four. The one, two, three, four. That's what I'd, I'd like to have that. I think that's the hope. That's the hope. Yeah, no, no, not hope. locked at all. We have no idea. I mean. We need more for Montas. We need to see what Sevi looks like when he comes back. We've done this game with Sevi a few times like you've talked about. Um, so, yeah, there's still there's still question marks, but there is an executable plan that would make sense. Yes. It is available. Cause we're hope I, I, I I'm going to trust Nestor. I mean, that was very much a, 
get, Phantom. Would get Phantom IL stance. Yes. Like, they didn't hide it at all. As was Clint. He might have had something come up, but, now, Seve, but they obviously wanted to mix in some more rest with him at some point. Yeah. Seve, we'll see. I, he was having a good season. He's got to come back and look strong. Like, you need to see him a couple starts. And Montas, obviously, one good start. So you need that to come true as well. The backup options as a starting pitcher goes is uh, Herman and Tyone. But I, the four that we're hopeful for, Cole, Nestor, Savvy, Montas. Yeah. And, uh, again, Nestor should be back this week. I mean, they phantom, or excuse me, they 15-day IL'd him, and he basically was exactly that many days, which they kind of did the same thing with Clay Holmes. Uh, and it made sense. Both guys are pitching more than they've ever pitched in their careers. Uh, so, yeah, Nestor, I, <laughs> you know, he's he's more written in pen than Seve at this point. And I love Seve. When he came back and he was shoving, we we all love Seve. I mean, Severino pulls heartstrings that sometimes we forget when, when you look around the diamond in some of these players. Uh, I mean, his questions are how good does he look and what's going on in the bullpen because we know Seve can do that. He did it at the end of last year that if he can potentially be more helpful out there or if he's an unknown, there's a route that way. Um, and then, yeah, Montas, he has to prove it a little more, and he's got the stuff too, and he should. So, uh, But, yeah, I, either way, there's solutions there that, like, when I talk about if Seve doesn't look 100%, whatever that looks like, you know, that – the option of him being a bullpen guy, there's still really good routes throughout the pitching staff to have an October plan. You'd have Herman Tyone be the fourth starter. I'd want to see how they finish out the season. You know, Herman's one of those two. Herman's had a nice stretch. Uh, Tyone's actually recent stretch has been pretty good as well. Herman stuff would play more in the bullpen. Um, and I do like JMO's makeup in a big game if we needed it. But with all that being said, if everything else is right, you roll the other guys. So then on the reliever crew, and this is very interesting mm-hmm. on a reliever crew. This is the toughest thing that we did. The postseason relief, there's not that many room, and there's so many names that you like have to run through. And this is brought to you by Bear Burger. Bear Burger. The bullpen is brought to you by Bear Burger, Jim. Yeah. Because you don't want to be bear out there. No. But you want a burger. And they're bored. They eat. Oh, they eat so much in the bullpen. Did you see Chad Green's having a second baby? Here at Chad Green. Yeah. We should get him some Bear Burger. The baby. Yeah. And Chad. You can have some if the baby allows it. Family. And they have something for everybody there. Yeah. They do. You can create your own favorite burger. We take burgers very seriously at Bear Burger. Our menu is filled with all options. Build your own creation and let us know John Boy sent you. Tweet it at Bear Burger for a chance to win a Bear Burger gift card. They got lunch specials. They're running now 12 to 4 Monday through Friday. Select sandwich and fries for under 15 bucks. They've got stuff for the whole family. The one in NYC, they're pushing the happy hour. Our guy Joe's went there. And he had his first espresso martini. Whoops. $5 martinis. He came back to the office after that and was like, all right, Joe's. We got to talk about it. Half, half off bottles of wine. Available seven full hours every Monday through Friday, noon to seven. Click the link in the description to find yourself at the best happy hour, tastiest burger joint, and overall great spot. Order.bearburger.com. Go check them out. Bullpen conversation is fascinating. Okay. So for the postseason, 13 pitchers is usually... I mean, I think they can do 12. I think 13 is what they would do. Um, At least the the in the Boone era, I think they've ran 13 pitchers most of the time. They've, they've carried the most pitchers they kind of can. Yeah, they've never the had starters, are. so like that's always tough because they always have more relievers. But now they kind of have more bulk options than they've ever had before with Herman Schmidt 
As of now. As of now. Uh, even Tyone, if you want him to be a guy that can do multiple innings, they never really had multiple inning guys since like 2017 Chad. So they always had to take a ton of relievers. Yeah, they That's, haven't had starters to kick, which is what we've you've been asking specifically for every yes, year. Yes. So I'm interested now because what I have, Jake, um, Clay Holmes, Loizaga, Wandy, Trevino, Marinaccio, those five, they're healthy right now, I think. I think those guys are going to be on the list. As of now, they're as of now, absolutely. Um, you know, we talk, and we'll preface this as we always do with bullpen. Things change quick out there, but those five guys, where they're currently at, and what they've done at different points this season, yes. That means there's four more spots available for Herman, who I think is a lock uh, if he's healthy, because he can give you multiple innings. They like Herman. Um, and his stuff plays as a starter out of the bullpen for one inning, for three innings. Like his stuff plays. Uh, especially if he's throwing strikes, which he has done recently. Clark Schmidt, Tyone, F. Ross, Chapman, Britton, Weissert, Litke. Web Dog, Weber's on the roster right now. Let's be, let's, let's be cordial. Okay. Let's, come on now. He's going covering the roster. That's only four spots. So, like, I think Herman's on there. I I have him as 10, right? Chapman, Britain, that's so much money for them not to be on the postseason roster. Yeah, I mean, we're going to find out quick with those guys because uh, money is a factor. I, You know, we every team around baseball operates this way, and, and whether it's top draft picks or guys you pay for in free agency – you know, that becomes a part of the decision-making process. Zach Britton and Araldis Chapman are going to decide their own fates. If Araldis Chapman looks anything like the good Araldis Chapman, he's going to be on your playoff roster. I would put Efros there as well. They traded for this guy. They like him. If he comes back and his arm is good. I guess that's well, my, Have we got an ep- update on him? Not really, but I was just going to say, yeah, if he's good to go, he's in there. While yeah. Chapman was bad and Holmes was out. Right. Like, Efros was... The closer. I don't think we we got a, a full two days in a row with that role, but I guess I'm just in said. a nervous spot that we haven't yeah. had any F Ross updates. You know, we yeah. we've even we've had Chapman throwing, we've had Britain pitching in games. I, we haven't gotten an F Ross update. If he's healthy, yes, he's going to be on it. Yeah, why? Where's uh? Yes, why do we have not have news on him? Because, I mean, we're talking... Shoulder strain. Yeah, like N- Nestor and Clay, you know, going back to the potential phantom ILs, wasn't shoulder strain. So that's... I uh, Ross has been out of my mind for a little bit now, and I hate that because, I, you know, I gave a couple passionate speech about that changeup and what he can be out of the bullpen. Cat, but, but yeah. yeah, I'm nervous about him. We haven't said anything about Miguel Castro. I mean, if you're, if you're counting Weber... He's there as well. Also a strained um, shoulder. I can see Clark Schmidt not making it, and 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 they send him to Tampa or wherever to keep his pitches up yeah. in case they need a spot starter. And and that's like the tough break that is Clark Schmidt's career on the Yankees and how they handle him. Yeah. So I would. So you know the three remaining spots. I mean, you're right. If Chapman, Britton, Efros are healthy and back, I think they're theirs. I don't think all three of them are going to be in that right. spot, which then leaves you with Tyone Litke, who's been a part of the... He's been in the bullpen all season. Yeah, two years. The bullpen situation is pretty interesting of how that's going to play out. I, You're right. Uh, you know, Clark Schmidt is lining up for Yankee heartbreak per usual, as, <laughs> as they've done with his young career. Um, I mean, the only thing you'd say, and again, it's where bullpen is so volatile, like, you know, I, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to, I don't want to wish it on it. The bullpen be, can be so volatile that our view of some of these current guys can change dramatically. And that's also not considering injury. And I mean, Britain and Chapman, you know, we just kind of, we just said healthy and in Zach Britton hasn't pitched this year. Yeah. Um, uh, Chapman has been hurt and had struggles and, you know, one of the weirder injuries we've seen recently. So, you know, to, 
to write those in. This probably gets figured out more than we think. Like, again, I'm in a non-rude way, uh, you know, Weissert and Weber are in the current bullpen. Um, like, you know, it, we're... I think we're an injury away and maybe, you know, a bad performance away from this making a lot of sense. If it all clicks, I mean, there's some wild conversations. Um, because, you know, kind of what you're saying about Licky and how long he's been back there. I mean, you know, Tyone's been a guy in the rotation for two years. He doesn't seem like a bullpen tick-up guy. But is he technically your long reliever? Or is Herman that? Or if they're going to actually use Herman as a reliever, then do you still need like a long reliever? I don't know. It depends kind of who's out there and who's healthy, right? Like if Britton and Chapman come back, then Herman's just your long guy. I think yeah, I think Herman, I think Herman would be you know up by four runs in the seventh or up, up by five runs in the seventh. Um, go go pitch the next three. As long as it stays five, get all the outs. And save the holds and the closers. Mm. I guess that I'd love to find that out. <laughs> the Patrick Corbin role, the David Price role, right? The um, the Ashers I think had McCullers do that. McCullers did it. Yeah. Um, who else has done that recently? A lot of teams have been doing that. Yeah, as they go. Justin May did it for the Padres or Dodgers at one point. I think so. Or is it Uri- Urias? Well, yeah, I mean, he was their, like, closer. I, I guess <laughs> I would love the Yankees to be up five runs in a playoff game so I could find out. Because I, I guess I wonder if they would rather try or to get Or the bridge through. the gap, five to seven. That's what, I, I guess that's where I'm at. I think if the Yankees were up five, five runs in a playoff game, I still think they'd try to, like, finish it out with, like, a Lou Trevino, a guy that's, like, closed games on the MLB level. Well, I'm yeah, but who who pitches the seventh? He's Lou Trevino's not gonna give you three innings. No, but I'm I'm saying I think they'd rather go like Lou and Wandy for eight and nine than hoping that Domingo Herman can finish out a playoff game for you. But I don't know. That's yeah, I guess that's what I have I'm a compl- saying. I think I think I think he's more of a sure thing than those guys. I would love to find out if the Yankees are up five runs in a playoff game. That's kind of my goal. Yeah, or or up three, but um, Nestor's done after five, and you right. need to go six seven. That's the Chad Green rule. You need to go six seven before you go eight nine. I That's guess I don't. Where Chad Green was when he was given that role, you know, Domingo's been pitching nice lately, but to do that out of the bullpen is a different story. So I guess I just don't have him mentally. Wonder there. if they if they as we get more starters, like with Nestor coming back, if Herman's going to get pushed to that role now to get ready for it. You need that role. I mean, there's no, there's less off days now. The Yankees right. have been screwed by uh, not having enough relievers in the postseason. Like 2019, they just like burned Ottavino, Britton, Chapman. Like just 2020, they played every day. The Yankees were literally not built for that. Yes. So you can't have your top three guys pitch more than three games in the out of the five. And if they end up pitching in a losing effort, you're screwed now. Right. So it's going to be very interesting how they do. You need depth and you need someone to eat innings and do go multiple innings. So um the offense is a much different story. The offense is a much different story. They need some more help. They might need some better help and better help. Uh more athletes are speaking out about the importance of mental health, but you don't have to be a pro to want to be on top of your game. Everyone needs to take care of their mental well-being, whether you're an athlete or not. Therapy is the best way to stay in peak mental shape. Visit betterhelp.com yanks and you'll get 10% off your first order. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. You'll get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. And this is kind of the big one. You can switch therapists at any time. So when you're ready to feel the top of your mental game, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Yanks today. Get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Slash yanks. 
The Julio Urias Domingo Herman 2020-2022 comparison. Pretty similar. Urias? Yeah, because he was he started that year. Uh he came up in July or or he came up in August as a starter and pitcher. Pitched to a 3-4-2 ERA over 10 games, nine starts. Herman right now has pitched in nine games, eight starts. His first one's awful. After that, he's got a 2-3-5 ERA. And then Urias was swingman. I mean, he was finishing games for them. He kind of, he became a pseudo-closer for them. Well, but he was multi. I mean, he was like over three innings. Yeah. That role of uh, multiple inning closer. Because he wasn't, they still had Kenley. It was just when they needed multiple outs and the bullpen was burned. That position is so huge. He's finally, like, they need they need that. Yeah, I think Corbin might be your better comp. I mean, Urias was a, a monster prospect for them. And, and well, I'm just comparing there. the actual, like, game logs yeah. situation of it. Herman's been... We'll need him to do what he was doing in that run. Herman's been, like, really, really good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I just... I still... I don't, don't think Herman's going to be closing games for the Yankees in, in close games. Right. But you need that role, like... Hilarious started game five, went five innings, and then closed out another game right. while also closing out game uh, games in the um, CS. Like he was just he gave him three innings. Yeah, yeah. In I the just postseason. I think the Yankees value their high leverage bullpen guys so much. Even the the Marinaccios, the the Wandies, the Trevinos. That if you're talking sixth inning or later. I think they'd rather tap into their tier B bullpen, depending who that is, come bullpen season to try to finish out a game. But again, or, or I don't, Herman starts and Sevy becomes that guy out of the bullpen. There's a chance. Like that's that's where Could have. Again, you just I need someone I, there. Like I, don't I, I don't you need innings. You need, you need innings. At least have a guy in like ready tight for innings. That. You need like what how they've used Clark Schmidt, where they said, "Hey, this is a close game, but we just need you to pitch all three innings because the yeah. bullpen's taxed." That that formula is going to happen in the postseason. Yeah. And I, Otherwise, they're fucked if they don't try to do that, and they're dumb. I guess I I see them more so saving Domingo if he's in the bullpen for if Montes is struggling to get through the fourth, and then he's your fourth, fifth, sixth. Like I I think I think yes. that's very much more so where they see their lane than uh than finishing a game. I think they'd still want to. Well, I had him up five, guys. right? Yeah. But that's if they're that's what I'm saying. If they're up big, yeah. Like, I think if it's even five or even six, I think they'd still use, like, a bullpen cat. But uh, I don't know. I hope not. I'd love to see. It's literally the losing formula. So I hope they don't do that. And burn a guy out when you don't need to burn a guy out. That's what they've done. But if year, it's so. a second-tier guy, not one of the main guys. They don't have main guys. <laughs> they have five second-tier guys. We second don't have enough guys. main guys to have a clear line in the sand. I mean, Clay, Loisega, Peralta, Trevino, Marinaccio, one of those is going to be completely untrustworthy after his first two playoff outings. And then they're not going to go back to him. Like, the Rays thought they had six Tier 1 guys. Then they were like, fuck, we only have three. And then they didn't have a long man, and they burnt those three guys out, which is what the Yankees have done when they stopped trusting, was it Canely one year? Or uh, Atlantis went down. So then they only went to three guys, and they burnt him out. Yep. So well, I think they want all those guys ready because they're hopefully they're eyeing the Braves formula where they've their success was tied into a lot of guys in their bullpen participating. But you just everyone need the flipped innings. the right way. Yeah, they're not to. I, I feel like we're at a natural point for me to introduce this. the The ALDS for whatever reason, like the the schedule is quirking. I don't know how much it changes what we're thinking. But the AL, the NL doesn't have this. The AL, there's an off day between games one and two. And then between games two and three for the travel day. It's very odd. What? Game one for the ALDS is listed as Tuesday, October 11th. Game two is Thursday, October 13th. I don't know what the reason is. I don't know if that means they can carry one... Or they can plan on one fewer starter. I guess you have to game plan for if it goes five. So in theory, 
like Cole can go again game three on four day or on on short rest, or he's ready to go for game four on normal rest. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense unless it somehow changed. But I read like multiple articles about it at the time, no, and I just right. went there's, and found it again. No al. There's no ALDS game two on that Wednesday. So the AL has an extra travel day and the NL doesn't? How is that fair? It's not even for a travel. I don't get it. But it's, yeah, it's weird. And the NL doesn't get that. I think it was to line up all the games for the weekend, basically. I guess it it probably helps somehow coordinate, make sure they have games on a Thursday. That is interesting. So I don't know. I don't know how much or if that does change anything. I think that's I think an it, issue for when we get there. I don't think it helps the Yankees. I think it hurts the Yankees. Well, it doesn't hurt the Yankees. It helps the wild card team more than it helps the Yankees because they might have to have just played three days in a row. Then they're supposed to go to the ALDS and not have to be able to yeah. line up their starters. Now they can line their up. Their best guy can Their go best game guy game two. two. So that stinks. And if you <laughs> the NLDS, the NLDS teams that have the bye actually get the advantage now and the ALDS guys don't. Just say you're facing uh, the Blue Jays and they go Gossman game one in the wild card. Now they can go Gossman game two when they were supposed to not be able to go that guy again until game three or whatever it is, you know. But, I mean, it might help the relievers, but it definitely helps the wild card team in the AL more than the Yankees. Yeah. Slash Astros. At least for the Yankees, it would mean certainly game one. I don't think we see a, a bulk guy come out. They'd throw yeah, all your relievers score at dependent. Them. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Doesn't really make sense, but okay. Offensively. And NL doesn't get that. Yes. Offensively, Jake. I mean, this is a nuts and a nightmare. 13 guys. Judge D. DJ, Stanton, Rizzo, Don, I'm just reading off Fangrass how they have them. But um, we can do outfield. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to do them outfield, infield. Judge, yeah. DJ, Stanton, Rizzo, Donaldson, Aswaldo, Cabrera, Trevino, Hicks right now, IKF, Glaber. Those are Higgy. Those are on there. I mean... <laughs> Hicks, maybe not if Bader comes back, but right now. Right, and I guess that's where we started the bullpen. So I can take Hicks off. That's where we started the bullpen conversation, right? Like, Bader is, he started doing stuff. There's like a, there's a 10-day plan that's supposed to lead into him playing minor league baseball games. Starting soon, because he's on that magical September 13th, 12th through 14th return as well. I think the rehab was start, supposed to start right around there. And I think he's eligible to come back. Like, I think 60 days will be that day, maybe. Could so have I, that wrong. I, but, but, but I remember yeah. he's around that day. We've, we talked about it, whether There's it's some three, day. five, however many games. There's a plan for Harrison Bader to come back that we should start factoring him in. And probably harder than we thought, uh, because he is a <laughs> major league hitter. And we've we've been looking for that. And that's not supposed to be the cool part of his game. He's supposed to be a special... Defensive center fielder. Yeah, is he locked in? Like I don't. Okay, so say say we have him, and does that knock Hicks out? I think it can. I think it depends on the rest of the rest of it. Okay, so then I mean, it's the Benintendi stuff. Benintendi's out. Carpenter. Benintendi, a good chance to be out. Uh, Carpenter, I don't know. I haven't heard from him. Six to eight weeks. He's been around the team and stuff, hanging out with the boot. So who is it? I mean, who is it right now? If the playoffs are right now, like who's on and who's off? Hicks. So none of the injury guys. So yeah, but I'm just saying like there's still people left off. Hicks, there's two, there's two spots left. For Peraza, Marwin, Tilo. I mean, so I think then it would be Marwin and Tilo the way they're using it. They want Marwin and Tilo, yeah. Okay, so that's what we have now. So that that's that's right now the postseason offensive 
guys. Judge in the out in the outfield you have Hicks, Judge, Cabrera. Mm, Marwin and Tilo, Marwin and Tilo as like backups. In the infield you have Rizzo, DJ, Donaldson, IKF, Glaber. Marwin was backup shortstop. Our was also Oswaldo Cabrera. And then you have the two catchers. So we're talking recipes, Jake? Yeah. As far as like getting new bodies, that's one. Because we're talking about guys snapping out of it and right. getting better. But Rizzo's technically hurt right now. He would be on the IL if it wasn't and September. S- and Stanton and DJ. Yeah. So that's 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 a health part of this equation that you could somehow try to spin into a better thing. I mean, Rizzo, he got, uh, what's the name of it? I'm blanking on it. An epidural. He got the epidural. Um, he hasn't played in five days. And, you know, we talked about potential rain out. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Rizzo's, Rizzo's been hurting out. <laughs> so if the epidural helps and rest helps, there's a chance he could come back and be an- the Anthony Rizzo we really like this year. That's something that can change. All right. Benintendi, Carpenter, Bader. One, two, or three. I asked passing this about... All right, not passing. I asked Jack Curry this when we were doing the Yanks on watching Yes about other players. About I think at that point it was Carpenter and Bader. One, yeah. two, or zero. Now I'm putting Benny. Ben, yeah. Now I'm putting Benny in there. One, two, or three. Benny, Carp, Bader. How many do you think will be healthy? Get enough reps in. Oh, Benny Carp. I mean, you have to, you know, I, I can be as optimistic as anyone. For Benny and Carpenter, you have to assume one of them will not be around. Yeah, and then if the Yankees win the DS, you're going to be getting updates. Like, right, Carpenter, Benny are trying to make it for the uh, CS. Which we've seen that for the Yankees, and we've seen that for other teams too. So uh, get there when we get there. Bader uh, should be on the team. Yeah, I mean, Bader, there's a plan. He's, it's happening. Like, you know, a, a week from now, we should be talking about Harrison Bader is going to be joining the team this weekend or something like that. Like, that's happening. Matt Carpenter, he had the foot stuff done. We don't have an actual timeline or anything yet. I mean, he's a tough one because this is an older guy who had a foot injury, who hadn't really played outfield since he was a kid. His best chance to play for us is in the outfield. I don't know if his foot's going to be good enough for him to play outfield, but is him being a left-handed pinch hit option off the bench enough to get him on this roster? With how good he was hitting, I think so. But if Carpenter? he's just DH pinch hit only, I don't know. Uh, that's Carpenter's, what is Carpenter's healthy, he's going to be on the team. So who's off? Throw a bunch of names in the hat and they're off. There's like seven options. I know there's an easy way for us to say that. I don't think the Yankees would do the same. I do. I think they'd put him, I think they'd have him um, over Hicks. I mean, who would be, if he can't play outfield? You mean, he's still a good I think hitter. if Bader's on the team right, and Carpenter's ready, I think Hicks would be the yeah. easiest off. So then who's your starting outfield? If I think Bader's that, not healthy. If Bader. Because he's currently not, we haven't put Bader in yet. Like, yeah. that's the thing. We run out of outfielders mm-hmm. if Matt Carpenter can't play the outfielder and you take Hicks off the team. Well, you got... Yeah, I mean, I, you would have to be able to play a little bit if Bader's not around. I guess that's what I'm saying. But... I mean, he's, he's so much value. He would be our second-best hitter. Yeah, I mean... Oswaldo, he's not hitting. You got Tilo for defense. I mean, defense if you're going to bench Oswaldo, you'd you'd love to think they wouldn't bring Marwin, but we know they like having Marwin around. He could still be around. I know what you mean. 
I don't even understand the math on any of these returns. Like, Bader's going to start his rehab on September 13th. When does the minor league season end? It does go later now than it used to. Yeah, wow. It ends on the 28th. I think they did that because they got rid of September call-ups. They like want guys to still be able to play. So then, so then they're eyeing the 20th for Harrison Bader. You think he needs a week? Well, it's, yeah. He hasn't played in forever. And are they going to send him out to Milwaukee just to play two games or whatever it is? Where he can stay in AAA, four, five, six, seven, and he would have seven days, seven games in a row. We're going to play six out of seven in AAA. And the Yanks don't care about the regular season at all. So then he can join the Yankees when they come back home for the 20th, giving him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, get two weeks of play. So they're eyeing the 20th for Bader. That's what I would guess. It's a good guess. It's a good guess. We'll see. I think the part you mentioned, it depends how urgent the season gets too. <laughs> yeah. If, if the, you know, Tampa and Toronto are both getting closer, that if, if, he's, if his foot's feeling good and he plays a couple minor league games and looks all right, they might say, like, let's go. We need a Carpenter update. I think... Anyway, none of these players, Bader or Carpenter, are like enough. Right. It's not like we're getting Stanton, Judge, and Edwin back at the at the end like we were in... Was that 2019 when the three of them came back? Or was that 2020? 2020 was Judge and Stanton. I mean, it, it lies yeah. in Stanton, DJ, and Rizzo, who are all hurt and half playing. They need those guys to be full participants. I think... The latest Carpenter update I can find a week ago, it looks like Boone Talk, and basically said there isn't an update, but I think that's saying like this this coming week he should be getting the next round of x-rays, and then... So sometime this week I think we're getting an update. Man, the recipe looks bad for the offense. No short-term hope. And long-term... It's not like one or two things. I mean, you're talking DJ Stan Rizzo, like long-term, like by the end of the regular season, they're healthy. Right. All of them. Cabrera, Donaldson, IKF, Glaber start hitting. One or two of them. Yeah. It's just not looking. The, the offensive. We got none of the ingredients. The ingredients look tough. It looks like... You know, going into a college house and trying to dig everything out of the pantry and, and put something together. And maybe something can taste good, but yeah, it's... um. I don't know. Uh, DJ Stanton and Rizzo. I mean, at least, like, Rizzo has a path. Like, Stanton got checked out in the first game of the Twin Series and they let him finish out, but he didn't look good. DJ's, oh, they took him out of the game eventually. DJ's look tough. So, yeah, I don't know. Because then, uh, if we actually IL them or even fake IL them, I mean, you're, the, the timeline we just mentioned for everyone else becomes that final week timeline for them, and it means who are we playing instead of these guys. And then the five-game, five-and-a-half-game leads become even scarier. So, we yeah. keep We keep bumping that date. Like, when, when does it start? I thought it was the September 12th. Now it's looking more like September 20th. Last two weeks of the season. That's what it's been for a while now. That's pretty scary, man. Not comforting. Yeah. The pitching side, there's some short-term hope and relief and, and good. But not the offense. Just judge and judge and judge. Boy. Do you think that IKF... Oswaldo, Donaldson, Glaber can win you over offensively by the end of the season? Yes. Yes. I mean, 
Glaber's Glaber's already had three good months this year. They've just been surrounded by bad months. Donaldson, everyone's been waiting for the good month. I I mean I I don't expect it, but his his baseball card would tell you he can. Um, and I don't know. At least Oswaldo, <laughs> Oswaldo, I don't know. We've seen what two and a half IKF hot streaks this year. Uh, I guess the problem would be, and again, this isn't a shot at IKF. IKF, he's not. It's not a guy you move up the lineup. Like yeah. if he if he gets hot, IKF is still going to be doing it from the eight hole. Which, if the rest of the lineup looks like that, I just don't know how much that's going to benefit things. So that's where I would love it if if I start seeing IKF on base for some judge at bats, sign me up. Um, but yeah, I mean. Glaber's, Glaber's the one that makes the most sense that it could change. Because they're not in the hurt bucket; they're in the bad bucket. Right, and Donaldson hasn't Donaldson hasn't gone this year. Like he doesn't have like a July where he went. He hit had a nine hundred OPS. He, he's kind of like uh, it, it's been kind of the same flat line all like year. He's not he's changed your. He's got the same swing. Like, like we haven't seen he him. Like do he anything. somehow had a good. August on the whole, statistically, he did second best on the team, so it's not saying much. Mm-hmm. But I was looking for Hotwood. It was like, oh wow, he's the only one close. Interesting. I would not have guessed that because he he had those couple days that were very good and looked like, oh, is he about to have a big yeah, month? He and he big... and he didn't. But you know, Glaber Glaber had three months where he was over an eight eight hundred OPS guy, and it's just like, well, do it again. You're young. You're healthy. He needs that I think, confidence. I think Glaber's the only one that you can sit here and say you like truly have an expectation that he'll get right. Donaldson, you can still hope on, I guess. And if he well, has I don't a good have an week, expectation that Glaber's going to get. Right. I guess not expectation, but like I think it's of deep. the four, he's the most likely. Donaldson, I feel like. Yeah, we've I've seen, always been like yeah, I mean, a the week pr- before the no, playoffs. No, the problem with Glaber cool. and what I think you were about oh, to say is <laughs> Glaber sh- should be lumped in a conversation with Rizzo, Stan, and DJ, but he's nowhere close. He's lumped him in the Donaldson IKF conversation, which in that crew, he's the guy that can elevate. Yeah. But he's the best chance. Has IKF gone on a run in a while? No. Problem do, problem do with have, him uh, is when he when he does, it's always like, oh, he's been on a run. You know what is going on a run? The NFL. Football's back, people. And with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, it's giving new customers their can't-miss offer to celebrate. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. How about that? Added bonus week one. Everyone can experience the thrill of an early win promotion. I like that. I like that a lot. Get paid instantly, even if your team loses. Your team gets a lead by 10. They upped it. Download the DraftKings Sports We have now and use promo code JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code JOMBOY only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. IKF's having a hell of a September. Let's go, kid. Get hot. I mean, maybe he's got a 400 batting average, 455 on base, 800 slugging in September. Double and a homer. Let's go. Be a hell of a time to find it, kid. Start swinging hard. Hmm. Could be good. What else do we got? We got sharp stat or I have one. Nice. Let's do it. Hey guys, it is the Queen of Stats, and this week I want to talk about what is happening with the rest of the lineup besides Judge. There's been a lot of talk about this, so I just want to give you guys a couple stats that really put into context how how incredible this situation is. So I looked at over the last thirty days. And I compared Judge to all non-Judge Yankee hitters. So let's first start off with Judge. In the last 30 days, and I'm taping this on Tuesday morning, um, Judge has 118 plate appearances. He has 11 home runs, and he's hitting 311 with a 466 OBP. 
and a 733 slugging. That's good for a 1.199 OPS uh, and 2.2 wins above replacement. So that's Judge. In that same time frame, the last 30 days, all other Yankees, 888 plate appearances. They have 14 home runs. They're hitting with a 200 batting average, a 260 OPP, a 292 slugging. That's a 552 OPS and actually minus 0.4 wins above replacement. Um, and then just another way to put this into context, I'll give you a stat here. It's called Weighted Runs Created Plus. You can find it on Fangraphs. And what it does is it basically tries to quantify a player's total offensive value and uh, and then control for part effect, park effects and also to put that offensive value into context so that a homers, hitting homers and triples is better than just taking walks and hitting singles. And uh, league average is 100. So over these last 30 days, Judge has a 230 weighted runs created plus, which means that he is hitting his offensive value is about 130% better than league average. In those same 30 days, all other Yankees have a 59 weighted runs created plus, which means they are 41% worse than league average. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Well, there you have the sharp stat from Katie Sharp. It is both cool, it is 30% cool. It should be 100% cool. You should just be yeah. able to talk about just judges' numbers. Even like it, 80% cool and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, but well, it should be just judge like alone. Those judge numbers in his last 30 days, he has a 311 batting average of 466 on base. I might have got those a little off. A one dot. Nine, was it? Up there. OPS. Um, incredible. But how bad every other hitter combined is unbelievable. A negative 54 war. Is that what you said? Uh, no. It was, a, it was a 59 weighted WRC plus. No, she said war. I won't uh, before uh, WRC plus. Listen again. I don't know. Before, before, fifty nine WRC plus for everyone else. Right. Before she said thing. WRC plus, she said wins above replacements. They're forty one percent worse than league average. So over these last thirty days, Judge has a two thirty weighted runs created plus, which means that he is hitting his yeah, offensive value is about a hundred to quantify a player's total offensive value and uh, and then control for part effect, yeah. park effect, team home runs. They're hitting with a 200 batting average, a 260 OPP, a 292 slugging. That's a 552 OPS, and actually minus 0.4 wins above so, replacement. 0.4, not 5.4. Um, so they're dragging eight guys are dragging. They're not the replacements. Yeah, but we won't call it. We won't start the replacements, but. They're dragging it, the war on the team down, and Judge has to overcome that, and he like kind of is. A two ninety two slugging by everyone else on the team. That's crazy, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. That is tough. They uh. Are you deleting it? I had to delete like two files. Oh. Just on my computer. Might be. It's a good noise. Yeah, it's uh I don't know. Katie, thank you for confirming. And you know, I think a lot of Yankee fans, if we're being honest, uh a lot of the games have been tough to watch. And it, it makes sense. It it makes sense. Outside of Judge who's doing this historic thing. And luckily the pitching has gone lately, which which has helped. But man, you need one other guy to get hot. Like to not have a one other guy in the lineup hot is <laughs> feels impossible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at like rolling rolling graphs, okay? Of these guys seasons. And it's just uh 
stinks. They're all just plummeting. Like, do you want to see DJ's rolling 15-game OPS? You don't want to see it. You want to know he's second on the team in war? I mean, it is. Look at this. Look at this. Have you ever seen a graph just, like, dive bomb? I know he's hurt, so that stinks. And hopefully he can get better. He was so good right before it. Think about how the Yankees talk about injuries and think about what they've been admitting about DJ. I know. Sucks. Then you have um, Donaldson. I'm just looking at his rolling OPS because, like, no one's been consistent. I mean, he's been below league average. Since June, besides a couple blips. Because no one's put put it together. At the first half, a lot of them did. Or they at least were doing enough. Yeah. Offense is just bleak. You just need you get you get three guys in the injured but playing. You got four guys in the not injured but slumping or just or having bad seasons. And then you got three guys in the on the injured list. And it's like, oh, that's too much shit. That's nine guys. Yeah. And let's say the the injured list, we get one back and he contributes. Okay. Bader, Carp, Benny, one back. Does that push them over the edge at all? No, not really. Then on the having, uh, you know, Glaber, IKF, Donaldson, Hicks. One has a month. One has a September. IKF can't have an offensive September that, that pushes them over the edge. Like you said, he's going to bat eight or nine. Glaber and Donaldson can. I mean, Donaldson done all year, so Glaber's your hope there. And then DJ Rizzo, Stan, I mean, you need, you need two of those. That's what it comes down to. You need yeah. two of those guys to go. The rest doesn't matter. I mean, Rizzo's year is still good, and hopefully he's addressing it, and this was the final this was the final one, but for a back, I mean, that doesn't feel great. And yeah, like like we talked about Stanton and Stan and DJ have been tough to watch recently, which I mean, I respect who those dudes are as ball players in the biggest way, but they're they're hurting bad right now. So hey, maybe. Maybe at the end of September we can say, like, well, Stan's looked healthy lately, but I don't know. I don't know. September. Here we go, Cressy. Benny, Carpenter, and Bader all ready to go? You're starting outfield? I calves rolling OPS. That one huge month at the beginning of the season is still carrying him. I mean, what are his numbers from... from May 10th on. Offensively. Because that was, uh, yeah, that was, or is May the fifth month? Yeah. May is the fifth month. I mean, they're just his career numbers. 631 OPS, 262 batting average, 320. He, uh, if you go back a little more since May 4th, Oh, it is rolling 15. That's rolling 15. Yeah. This is the guy that they're packing. Braz is on the team. Last 100 games. 255. 306. 312 slugging. And he's, we're putting him in the same bucket as Donaldson and Glaber, but Donaldson's a career MLB great hitter, won the MVP. Long Glaber uh, should have been in the all-star votes this year, had three months with an 800 OPS this season. Yeah. And, and ICAF's getting lumped. We're, we are lumping him in with that crew. Yeah. And he's just not. He can never, ever be that. This is who he is. And he's his like his best stretch this season. I think the numbers from that period still aren't as good as like Donaldson's career. Like it's not like like Donaldson, like Yeah. You reasonably expect him to do at least that. 
what was the best stretch of IKF's time here so far? Well, it's a frustrating ending. The pitching, some hope. Offensive, man. Until one of those DJ Stan Rizzo get, like, healthy and they say we feel good and we start seeing results, uh, it's going to be hopeless. It's tough to be in September thinking about health again. Last year, the first year we didn't have to do that. They just weren't good. We were worried about them making it. Yeah. That's it. Downer. Hopefully they got rained out tonight. Pitching. Like you. But we don't play the Twins again, right? These are the last three more. Yeah. They need rain outs against, like, teams they play in those last two weeks and just add them when hmm. we got people healthier, better. Because the Twins, get they get rained out tonight, which this sucks because this already happened. Up. It's going to get made up in the next two days, which means it's going to be a double header, which means they're going to have to start Peraza at short. One of them. Oh, rain, rain, come this way. It's, it's here. It is raining. Goodbye. Hope. Some hope. Go Yankees. Healthy boys. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>